Hello, and welcome to this preview podcast brought to you by the CSF. My name is Professor Chris Edwards from the University of Southampton in the UK. This year, ACR has risen to the challenges caused by the COVID-19 pandemic by offering its first virtual e-congress from Thursday the 5th of November to Monday the 9th of November 2020. As with previous years, the expansive scientific programme covers a broad spectrum of rheumatic diseases through satellite symposiums, abstract sessions and presentations. Throughout the Congress, the CSF are here to help guide you through key content on cytokine signalling science. Our comprehensive coverage of highlights brochures, daily highlight videos, author presentations of notable abstracts and online educational courses. I don't think there's ever been uh, more data presented on jack inhibitors at an ACR meeting with over 100 posters and presentations. Everything I discussed today is available in more detail in the CSF's highlights brochure, your free to access guide to cytokine signaling science at the ACR Convergence 2020. Our selection of the most notable abstracts and sessions cuts through the noise of the Congress. You can view our recommendations and session times on cytokinesignaling.com right now. The first area I would like to discuss is COVID-19. The fastest moving area in science has dominated headlines throughout 2020. And this unwavering interest is reflected in the ACR programme with a special lecture from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases Director, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Another COVID-19 talk of interest is COVID-19 around the world impact on rheumatology. And that's with Dr. Rebecca Granger and Dr. Jean Liu. Here you can find out about the management of patients during the pandemic and the effect of immunosuppressive therapies on COVID-19 susceptibility. And be sure to look out for a special CSF podcast with Dr. Granger and Dr. Liu, where they discuss the topics in their talk in more detail. Now this year's ACR features talks on a wide range of topics. The great debate, Janus kinase inhibitor should or should not be used before biologics after methotrexate failure in RA, features Professor Vibeka Strand siding with JAK inhibitors. And in the opposing corner, siding with methotrexate is Professor Michael Weimblatt. You can join the debate live on Friday. Another talk certain to attract a lot of interest at this year's ACR is the new ACR recommendations for the management of rheumatoid arthritis. And that's presented by Professor Stanley Cohen and colleagues. The new recommendations apply to the use of pharmacologic and non-pharmacologic therapies, management of patients with comorbidities and vaccinations. The CSF are developing a CME course on the new recommendations, and we're happy to announce our esteemed faculty includes Professor Stanley Cohen, Professor Lena Calabresi, and Professor Riki Alton. Be sure to look out for it. So moving on now to an ever important element of the ACR programme, basic science. It's well known that the different JAK inhibitors have differing degrees of selectivity across the JAK family. Increasing understanding of the mechanisms behind each drug's action can increase the precision of therapy and appropriate selection of drugs. The effects of JAK inhibitors against JAK2 mediated signalling in innate immune cells from Dr. Yuya Fujita and colleagues will be available in the RA treatments poster three session on Sunday. Other basic posters of interest include an analysis from Dr. Takio Isazaki and colleagues on the inhibition of monocyte differentiation with filgotinib. This is part of the cytokines and cell trafficking session on Monday. A poster from Dr. Thierry Sonas and colleagues in the spondyloarthritis session on Sunday is also a CSF pick. 
Here, the authors present a proteomic analysis following upadacitinib treatment in ankylosing spondylitis. So turning next to phase three clinical data of JAK inhibitors, most of which focuses on their safety profiles. The latest safety data is a key part of ACR 2020, and there are several ab abstracts at this year's convergence we would like to highlight. The FDA will be providing an update on late-breaking or evolving topics in patient safety, including any relevant FDA analysis or response to these issues. Their talk, uh, an update on safety issues and the treatment of rheumatic diseases, is available on Monday. The RA Treatments Poster 1, RA Treatments and their safety session on Friday, is one of interest with six posters highlighted. The first two I'd like to mention are, Professor, uh, are from Professor Kevin Winthrop and colleagues who have evaluated the safety profile of baricitinib up to 8.4 years and the safety of filgotinib up to five and a half years. Two filgotinib studies also feature, presenting 52-week data from inadequate responders to methotrexate, as well as methotrexate-naive patients. These studies are led by Professor Bernard Coombe and Professor René Westhovens, respectively. The final two posters of interest in this session are the safety profile of upadacitinib up to three years from Professor Stanley Cohen and colleagues, and the incidence and risk of venous thrombolic events in upadacitinib clinical trial program from Professor Ernest Choi and colleagues, both of which are definitely deserving of your attention. Personally, I find that real-world data often makes for an interesting comparison to clinical trials and data from a German multi-center study analyzing the safety and quality of life with tofacitinib treatment from Professor Frank Behrens and colleagues can be found in the epidemiology and public health poster session on Sunday. JAK inhibitors are known to increase the risk of infection. This is especially apparent in the context of patients with RA who already have a heightened risk due to the disease. There are two posters of interest from Professor Kevin Winthrop and colleagues in the RA Treatments 1 and 2 sessions on Monday. The first evaluates the response to pneumococcal vaccination in patients with RA receiving upacitinib. The second evaluates factors for herpes zoster in patients with RA receiving upacitinib. As a reminder, all of the highlighted sessions and abstracts can be found with their session times in the CSF's highlights brochure, accessible on cytokinesignaling.com. Ultimately, everything we do is about patient outcomes, and this year there are a number of recommended posters focusing on patients' reported outcomes with JAK inhibitors. Three similar posters report on Philgotinib's improved work productivity and activity impairment across different patient populations from the Finch 1, 2 and 3 studies. You can view the posters in the Patient Outcomes, Preferences and Attitudes Poster 1, RA, Spondyloarthritis and OA on Friday. And you can also watch Professor Riki Alton's combined presentation of all three posters on the CSF's Congress page. Other posters of interest include using patient-reported joint counts to inform target-based care in telemedicine from Professor Vivian Bykirk and colleagues, presented in the RA Diagnosis, Manifestations and Outcomes session on Friday. The effect of filgotinib on pain from Professor Peter Taylor and colleagues is in the RA Treatments poster session on Sunday. And finally, a retrospective analysis on associations between patient-reported outcomes and impairments of work and activity 
and patients who achieved clinical remission from Dr. Ryoko Saikai and colleagues uh, features in the RA Diagnosis, Manifestations and Outcomes poster 4 on Monday. A running theme at this year's ACR is the effect of JAK inhibitors on bone health. One-year effects of tofacitinib on bone from Dr. Attila Hammer and colleagues will be presented in the osteoporosis session on Friday. There are also two posters of note in the RA Treatments Poster 3, PROs, Biomarkers, Systemic Inflammation and Radiograph session on Sunday. The first of which is five-year data on the impact of baricitinib on radiographic progression from Professor Desiree van der Heij and colleagues. The second poster is from Dr. Charles Peterfy and colleagues and analyzes two-year data on the impact of upadacitinib on radiographic progression. There are also some interesting data beyond RA, with two posters in the spondyloarthritis, including psoriatic arthritis session on Saturday. Professor Philip Mees and colleagues analyze the effects of filgotinib on the resolution of enthesitis in patients with psoriatic arthritis. The second, from Dr. Walter Maksimovich, analyzes the impact of filgotinib on structural lesions in the sacroiliac joints in patients with ankylosing spondylitis. There are a number of posters analyzing the potential of JAK inhibitors beyond RA, with the agents studied in other autoimmune disease areas such as juvenile idiopathic arthritis, the spondyloarthritides, and systemic lupus erythematosus. Modulating the JAK-STAT pathway represents a novel approach for the treatment of lupus. JAK inhibitor trials are currently underway as they could impact several pro-inflammatory immune cytokines implicated in the pathogenesis of SLE. The delineation of a pro-inflammatory cytokine profile targeted by baricitinib in a phase two SLE uh, trial from Professors Thomas Dorner and colleagues receives our recommendation. Available in the SLE treatment poster one session on Saturday. I thoroughly recommend looking out for JAK inhibitors in the spondyloarthritis, including psoriatic arthritis sessions. In these sessions, you can find phase three data from apadacitinib trials in patients with psoriatic arthritis, as well as phase two, three data in ankylosing spondylitis. A particular study I'd like to mention is from CSF Steering Committee Chair, Professor Ian McInnes and colleagues, who analyzed the impact of apadacitinib on pain reduction in psoriatic arthritis. Professor Laura Coates and colleagues present the 100-week data from an open-label extension in patients with psoriatic arthritis on Saturday. Finally, I'd like to highlight two posters in the paediatric rheumatology session on Sunday, the first of which is from Dr. Hermine Brunner and colleagues and looks at five-and-a-half-year data for tofacitinib treatment in juvenile idiopathic arthritis. The second poster of interest in this session is from Dr. Hannah Kim and colleagues and analyzes the efficacy of baricitinib in refractory juvenile dermatomyositis. I hope today's preview of the ACR abstracts has been interesting and helped to highlight some of the important research in cytokine signaling at this year's Congress. The CSF has plenty more ACR coverage planned. For a condensed overview of the most important abstracts presented each day, be sure to look out for our daily highlights. We'll also be speaking to various authors about their abstracts in our author presentation podcast series. You can access all of our coverage for free throughout the ACR 2020 convergence by visiting cytokinesignaling.com.